I hate Adam Silver. If anybody knows how to screw up the NBA, it's him. Recently, he has brought an interesting topic to the table. That topic being NBA players being able to wear nicknames on the back of their jersey instead of their last name. Now, in the past, the NBA has done this for a week or two, just to have some fun with it. But the whole season? That's just insanity. What if I want to see a guy like Embiid wear Embiid on the back of his jersey, or Westbrook, or Cousins, or LeBron, or anybody that has a nickname? While this game is fun, it is also a business for the players and coaches. Let's act like it. This is the Big Frank Show. Let's get started. Welcome to the Big Frank Show. Oh, man, that's irritating. I hear you. Oh, good for you. I'm not an idiot. I, well, I know some people might think that, but like... Everybody, welcome to the Big Frank Show. So uh, we're going to kick off today with uh, some Kyrie Irving action. He demanded a trade from Cleveland. And I'm here with our basketball analyst, Jacob, to help us with a little talk today on Kyrie Irving. So, uh, Jacob, what do you think Kyrie Irving's thinking here? I mean, is it just because of LeBron? He doesn't want to be a little sidekick anymore? Yeah, Kyrie Irving does not want to be, quote-unquote, LeBron's son anymore. Yeah, I understand you, Jacob. I don't think Kyrie Irving wants any more of this Batman and Robin action. I mean, he's Robin, obviously. He's the sidekick. I don't think he wants any part of that. He wants his own team. I, I mean, I think the Knicks would be great for him. I mean... Who do they have? I mean, Carmelo's past his prime. He wants out. He's going to leave. Porzingis is a little young, and I th- I mean, so is Kyrie, but Kyrie's the better player, I think, right? That, that's simple to say. Yeah, but despite reports of Kyrie going to the Knicks, I don't think it's going to happen. The Knicks don't have the assets to trade for Kyrie. However, I do think the Suns and the Spurs are serious contenders for Kyrie. The Suns have young talent to offer, such as Eric Bledsoe, and even Josh Jackson. The Spurs? Well, it's the Spurs. Who doesn't want to go there? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think Kyrie would prefer the Spurs, but the Suns, they want to be on the uprise. And I think that, I don't think they want to trade Josh Jackson, but the Cavs are forced to start rebuilding because they heard news about LeBron leaving next year in free agency, and now they got news that Kyrie wants to leave right now. Guys, I don't think he goes anywhere. Uh, if he does not go anywhere, then uh, there's going to be some bad controversy in Cleveland, folks. We've had big moments, small moments, and together moments. Moments that make you smile for days. Moments where you can tell something special is in the air. But one moment we've never had is a moment of doubt. Welcome to the moment. So we have opinions on the upcoming roster starting lineup for the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, I think we got pretty much the same idea, right? Yep. So uh, we're going to start off on defense. So uh, it's going to be Markel Fultz on, off, on point guard, right? On defense. I mean, that's pretty s- simple to say. Oh, yeah, of course. And then at the shooting guard, J.J. Redick. I mean, great... I wouldn't say great, but he's an alright defensive player. So you can just stack, put him right there. Small forward, you gotta put Simmons. I mean, small forward's probably the most athletic defensive player on the court. 
Yep, especially since he can match up with nearly any player on the defensive end. At power forward, you got Sarge and center and Bede. That's pretty safe to say. It's pretty obvious. For offense, though, things might change up a little bit. So we've heard some rumors here and there that Ben Simmons will be the point guard, which I'm pretty safe to say that because I think that'll work out pretty well for them. Point guard Ben Simmons because of his passing ability and his just athleticism in general. Shooting guard J.G. Redick. He's got that three-point shot. Uh, and then, I mean, you can switch around Markel Fultz and J.J. Redick. They're both out on the perimeter, so it really doesn't matter. Um, and then, same thing as defense. You got Sarge and Embiid in the low post. I think that's a pretty good starting lineup that can get maybe 41 wins if um, Embiid plays all 60 games. I think he needs to play at least 60 games to make playoffs. I think that's... Yeah, that's very safe to say. Embiid is the heart and soul of the 76ers. I think a lot of people get stuck on this, he's got to play to one, he's got to play to two and three. It's positionless basketball these days. Can you guys speak to that? I mean, yeah. If you look at, like, the San Antonio Spurs, I mean, have you if you watch them, then they don't play position basketball. It's positionless. It's basketball. It's a read-and-react offense with backdoor cuts, cuts to the basket, fills. And look at that. They're the second-best team in the NBA last year. I mean, with Kawhi, I mean, great defensive player, by the way. They are easily the best, the second-best team in the league. Yeah. The, in the Western Conference Championship, the Warriors had to take out Kawhi to actually win. <laughs> and I actually think that the Spurs probably could have won because I think that Kawhi Leonard was would have been the MVP of that series, most likely. You guys do realize they got swept. Oh, uh, yeah, but um, let's remind you of game one when Kawhi was injured and they were up by <clears throat> 20, was it, I believe? Sweep. When Kawhi Leonard got hurt, the Warriors went on a 16-4 to run. Before that, the Spurs were on a 16-2 to run. Okay, we're losing focus here. So anyway, we got the predictions for the roster of the 76ers. They're predicted for starting lineup, offense, and defense. There you go, folks. 48, you do the math, man. Damn, my life is great. You want to battle these? You better have endurance. Before you crash, man, get that general insurance. Or get some icy hot. Rub it on your back. Before you break that, go around with Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, everybody. So uh, there's a little feud going on between LeVar Ball and Shaquille O'Neal. Jacob, tell us a little bit about that. The feud between O'Neal and LeVar kicked off in May when O'Neal criticized LeVar Ball's recent creation of the ZO2s at a high price. Yeah, and uh, personally, I don't like LeVar Ball. Um, I think he's just a sore loser. I mean, he took his kids off the court just because he got teed up. He got teed up and took his team off the court. Yeah, he actually threatened to do it again today, but uh, the ref replaced him or herself. That way, a team wouldn't have to suffer another forfeit. Uh, and by the way, everybody, uh, LeVar's team lost, by the way. Um, that's right, LaMelo Ball's AAU team. They lost to Zion Williamson's AAU team in South Carolina. In 1992, I bought my first Shacks. That's what I want to say. In 2018, Big Frank bought his first pair of ZO2s. 
That's not true. I will never get a pair of Zio2s because they are overpriced, people. They are overpriced. I ain't paying that much. $495. $495. That's just ridiculous. I ain't paying that much money for any shoe on the face of the earth. Quote, LeVar, you're not a big baller if you can't afford the Zio2s. I can be a big baller if I don't, if I want to be. I mean, Zio2s, I don't need them. I don't think anybody on the planet needs them. I think LeVar Ball is a jerk, and I'm going to leave it at that. We just received some new information that Howie Kendrick has been traded to the Washington Nationals, and we'll have more information on that in next week's show. That's all the time we have for this week's show. Stay tuned for next week's show. Don't forget to subscribe to us. We're on iTunes now. This was the Big Frank Show. Thanks for listening.